0: Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Choose me. Mm,
1: Pretty like a flower in the morning sun. Gotta wait till morning come. I love the way you throw down. Oh, yeah. Slow down, baby. Slow down, baby. Slow down, baby. baby. You're back, my likes, so and you're back. Give me, me your baby. Take time to slow down, baby.
2: You are listening to A Penny and a Peswa, a podcast hosted by Ursula Imra.
1: down, slow down, baby. Slow down, baby. Slow down, the lady, you are so you baby, baby
2: take time out. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Welcome back everyone to another episode of A Penny and a Peswa. You are listening to Episode 6, and I am your host, Ursula. I know I've been gone for a very long time. I needed a break. I needed to regroup, regather, and now I'm back with more interesting and exciting content and i can't wait for all of you to hear the episodes i have planned for you today's episode we are doing something a little different i am not interviewing a guest but i have a co-host i finally have a co-host i am excited he is an engineer and a content creator creating most of his content on instagram he is on a journey of self-discovery and is currently working on a project that is in its experimental stages. Please welcome to the A Penny and a Peswa table, Delaney. Or as you might know him, Bashmandi. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: excited. Okay. So do you want to say anything it. to the Penny and A Peswa audience?
3: I want to say that it's an honor to be here And I've enjoyed listening to the various special guests That you brought on at various intervals I think you're an amazing host And I've learned so much from your show Don't ever stop and Uh, take less breaks (laughs) Because we love the show
2: (laughs) Oh, thank you That actually means a lot, honestly That means a lot I've really been going through, like, creatively, mentally I've just not been in the same space to create you know a lot of personal demons but i feel like i'm getting <laughs> back into the vibe so yeah but today we are discussing i mean everybody is talking about this we're going to talk about blue therapy today
0: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> um i feel like everybody and their granny watched blue therapy <laughs> literally i yeah. like i found it very difficult to watch it because I watched a few clips and I was angry. I was like this is just like a 1 minute clip and my heart is boiling. I can't watch the whole thing. <laughs>
0: but intriguing.
2: I right, I was so triggered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I
2: finally binged watched everything <laughs> over the, like a couple days ago because I was like mm-hmm. no this is actually going to be very interesting to discuss. Um <clears throat> I think it is important for us to mention that I don't know if we should call them rumors or we should, if we should say it's news, but there are there's some information out there that mm-hmm. is saying that it was all staged um, as yeah, a social experiment or, you know, it was fake. And then we have our good friend Paul who just released a video today. I didn't watch the whole video because Paul just. Mm, <laughs> but but he was talking about some thank you Transcentral for the opportunity. You know we'll get into that later on into the episode. But yeah. then I just want to know. Um. Well, for those of you who haven't watched Blue Therapy yet, it's basically um the therapy session of two couples, Deborah and Jamel, and. What's her name? Chioma and Paul. And over a course of six episodes, we just watch how their relationship plays out. And I think for both couples, this was supposed to be the last string um, that would determine whether or not they would stay together. So it was very interesting Um, and yeah so I just want to know what are your first impressions of the characters that would include I feel like we should also include the therapist what's her name Denise as well in this character evaluation because I think she plays a very interesting role as well but yeah let me what do you think
3: Okay. So first and foremost, I found it interesting for Jamal and Denise. Uh, no, Jamal and, and Deborah? Deborah, yeah, Deborah. The two mm-hmm. Ds confuse me. But yeah, <laughs> I found it interesting that that Jamal was the one who actually to come to the session. You know, you know? So, yeah. Because I I I have I've come to know that it's generally, you know, females who tend to about feelings, yeah. but you know, I, I guess maybe I just I, I I generalize too much, and it was interesting to see that a guy want talk about his feelings and try and save his relationship. For Choma and Paul, I think it was rather normal for a girl to want to try and save her relationship through therapy. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. yeah, but my first impression was that you know they all seemed like very you know high value individuals life people you know yeah i think i even have a small crush on trauma but don't tell anyone so yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Choma
2: is literally like okay i will say that for Jamal, i really agree with you that like i found it very impressive that he's the one who initiated the idea for he and deborah to come to therapy Mm -hmm. i definitely feel that even Though he stated that he did not come there to tell her that he cheated on her. Mm-hmm. He looked he did. He yeah. I feel like subconsciously that's the reason why. Yeah. But then we'll get into that later. But I feel like that was very interesting.
0: <laughs>
2: I definitely think that in the relationship of Jamel and Deborah, Jamel's more sensitive than Deborah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's just what I think. Um yeah. I think Deborah's a very No offense, but she's the type of. I'm a very like reserved person. She's the type of person that, I don't know. I would kind of find her like mean because (laughs) she's very like, you know, like what's up, what's up, you know, talk to me that type of thing. It's like I don't, yeah, yeah, and like, and she's confrontational in like a, I don't, like in a very, safe or I'll beat you up type of way. And that scares me I feel like (laughs) It's true I feel like Chioma Like you said Chioma is elite. I love Chioma Like I really liked her Um, One thing I see in Chioma Is something I see In a lot of women Is that Because they Like the idea Of the person Or the, the relationship They're in they find it difficult to leave mm-hmm. and I think she was making a lot of excuses to you know save the relationship with Paul and like you mm-hmm. know save his image now when it comes to Paul and I think uh... this to our next point Paul's attitude let's just say that if I have to see Paul on the streets right now I'm going to throw something at him <laughs> That's hard. I'm, I'm dead serious because, what like, what do you think of Paul?
3: Okay. Oh, first of all, I I tried not to get attached to, to any of the characters. And I tried it's to so
0: hard, though.
3: Yes, yes. It's very, very hard. I tried to be objective as possible. And as a guy, you know, I, I just looked out for... For some of, of the ways in which Paul's character may have reflected in me at a certain point in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I was trying very hard not to judge him. Even though some of his, his actions and some of the things he said were down, yeah. He said a lot of, of triggering stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, my personal view of Paul is just that uh, he's misunderstood. And there were some of the things that I know what he was trying to say, but mm-hmm. he just didn't say it well. You know, but that's my view of Paul.
2: Okay. I understand it to an extent, but I mm-hmm. feel like as a person, if you lead every single thing you do with arrogance or cockiness, <laughs> everything you do is just zero for me. Like... Paul is the typical definition of an African man he's very (laughs) traditional very Mm -hmm. like alpha male you know Mm -hmm. men who always claim they are alpha males like if you have to verbally say you're an alpha male I do not believe you are an alpha male and like I don't know if you watched the aftermath um blue therapy the aftermath but when you watch that you realize that he actually is not an alpha male and Mm -hmm. even without watching the aftermath you can see from the way he talks that he's not an alpha male like he tries to position himself as a high value man that's like a man who you know is respectable you know knows what he's about you know respect you know like the image that society has created of a man, he tries to position himself as a high-value man.
0: Exactly. Keeps on talking about his
2: career and how Mm -hmm. he's bringing in more money and how, like, he basically wants Choma to lick the ground that he walks on and how, like, (laughs) me, the part that, the part that made me want to slap him is when he was like, um, Choma will be frying oil in the pot and be playing with Kitty and Burner Boy like we're in some village. Like, what are you trying to (laughs) say? <laughs> like you I
0: don't <laughs>
2: I don't understand I feel like he's very cocky he's very arrogant he's mm-hmm. um <sighs> and this is just going based off of assuming that those rumors that this is all staged Mm -hmm. are not true he's very like any woman who's going to be with him speaking of that i went onto his instagram because one of my friends had screenshotted something from a recent instagram post yeah but he had posted a video where he was interviewing this lady or whatever about how like what he said about being a housewife it's not a bad thing, blah, blah, hmm. blah. And the lady in the car with him was like, yeah, I don't mind being a housewife. And someone commented and he pinned the comment, but the comment said that, you know, Paul, women, we need men like you, men who are controlling. And I'm, <laughs> honestly, not to bash any female, but that's the definition of, you know, it is up to you whether you want to be a housewife or not. But if you are going to allow somebody who's not your father Mm -hmm. to treat you the way Paul treated Chioma, then I'm sorry, I feel like you're a weak woman because (laughs) why would you allow someone to trample on you like that? Like, it's different if he's being respectful and all... But he's very disrespectful, very arrogant, and he's an empty vessel to me. Like your career is not a professional career, so you're making so much noise about your your clients who have whatever, whatever net worth. That's their net worth, not yours. Like, I don't I don't know if I'm being too harsh But then, that's my opinion Y'all can yeah. come and chew me <laughs> In the comments when I post This um, episode But yeah, that's what I think of Paul I don't know, what do you think? Because I know you don't think I feel like you want to play the devil's advocate And be like, you know, yeah. Paul is not the yeah. villain But you know deep down in your heart That Paul <laughs> is not a good person <laughs>
3: Again, and this is why I say that if we are sticking to what Blue Therapy displayed for us, you know, we are going to see Paul as the villain. And if I'm going to take everything that happened on the episodes as, as truth... And, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to look at the rumors that everything was staged. And I, I'm, I'm I'm looking at it in that context. I just want to say that there's so much, you know, media out there telling us about what a man should be and what a woman should be. Mm-hmm. And I think that so much of what we are hearing these days about what a man should be and what a woman should be is leading a lot of people to, to exemplify what we see in Paul, who we are associating as the villain in that relationship between Paul and Choma. Mm-hmm. And it's it's leading us to see more of what we are seeing in Deborah, who more males we, were were seen as the villain of that relationship, at least until episode three. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and so
3: and so what are some of the things what are some of the things that we are seeing on uh, in media and what are some of the conversations that we are having? First of all, you know, we are seeing a lot more, you know, stories, or oh, we are hearing a lot more stories about women leaving their men for men of quote higher value, quote unquote, higher value. And mm-hmm. so, you know, there's a lot of of conversation and, and media online about being a high value man, being a yeah. alpha male, being a so-called quote unquote red pill, you know,
0: mm-hmm. mm. male.
3: And so, and so a lot of guys, you know, are ending up, you know, like Paul trying to prove that they are that so-called alpha male, that so-called high value guy. Yeah. And a lot of women are also trying to put themselves in a position where they make sure that their guy caters for them because, and and this is where I'm trying to, to, to talk about what I see being portrayed by Deborah, which is find a guy who would would take care of you and pamper you because it's better to cry in a Range Rover than to cry in a... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so, so I I think that, that that's, you know, even if everything is stage or even if it's, it was acting, I feel that what we were seeing in those episodes is a reflection of what is happening in many relationships in society today. And so there are many guys out there who are trying so hard to be that alpha man trying to have a wife who stays in the house and, Means mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that they can be, you know, the alpha male, the guy who, you know, got a trophy wife and is controlling yeah. her, and 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 so males and females these days, in my opinion, are just, you know, trying, trying so hard to, to, to assert the identity that society and the media is telling them they should have. Mm -hmm. And that's my view, you know?
2: I mean, I agree with you. I feel like... But then my next question is, this, you know, perception of an alpha male, Mm -hmm. how toxic is it actually? Because we talk a lot about toxic masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. And when you think about it, like... I don't want to skip into episode six, but then Paul had mentioned something about when he and Shoma started talking about the abortion. Mm-hmm. He had mentioned that he didn't express how he felt to her because he's a man and he's not <laughs> supposed to cry. He's not. To- That's toxic. That's very toxic. Yeah. And I think, I mean, aside the fact that he's trying to be an alpha male, I I feel like the part that irks me is the fact that this whole perception of being an alpha male is toxic for men because you're not supposed to show emotion. You're not supposed to be mushy. You're not supposed to, you know, be loving. You're supposed to be like the pro- Paul the Provider and... <laughs> protector (laughs) protector, and you're not supposed to show emotion you have to be hardcore like that's very toxic like which type of human being does not show emotion something that tragic has happened to you and because you're trying to be an alpha male a strong Mm -hmm. male you're, you're going to leave your partner to wallow in sorrow by herself. How then are you being a provider if you're not and emotionally providing... Exactly, and a protector yeah. if you're not emotionally providing for yeah. your partner. Yeah. And I think that's my problem with him is that he, like Shoma said, he's so closed up. And he's so yeah. closed up because he's trying to, you know, be this alpha male. And it 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 really like honestly and on to Deborah like you bring up Deborah and I don't want people to be like, oh, Ursula, you're talking about Paul, you ain't gonna talk about Deborah. No, I have a lot (laughs) to say about Deborah because (laughs) when this was out here talking about some yeah, and Jamel has to buy her expensive gifts and take her out to eat and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is just me, but I'm a very independent person. And, you know, I think, yeah, it's nice to have a boyfriend who, like, you know, buy you things. I also want to have a boyfriend I can buy things for as well. Mm. But
0: Mm.
2: I feel like nowadays, young women... And Jamal even mentioned her age as, like, Mm -hmm. maybe a factor as to why she has that mindset. But Mm -hmm. I think women young women in like their early 20s and stuff we they are so fixated fixated fixate whatever the word is on what (laughs) they see (laughs) I can't talk I can't talk they're so concentrated on what they see on social media and what they see that they like I don't know I I'm of the belief that if I can't provide it for myself I'm not going to force somebody's son Mm -hmm. to provide it for me. Yeah. Yeah. If my... God has blessed me. Both of my parents are in my life. Mm -hmm. They're doing well. If my parents were not providing that type of lifestyle for me, Mm -hmm. and I strive to have that type of luxury well not even luxurious but you know a different lifestyle than what you like the lifestyle you want if i can't provide it for myself i am not going to rely on somebody who's also trying to build his future yeah to provide it for me i'm not saying that if you i'm not delaney i'm not saying that if i come to ghana and you take me out i'll I'll say (laughs) no I'll go, Papa. Italian like food. I'll go, but I'm not uh,
3: going to come in here and be this, like. This disclaimer. You shouldn't have added the disclaimer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say
2: you, no, but I'm not going to be expecting you to, prov- you know, take me out every week, buy me mm-hmm. a Gucci bag. If I can't buy the Gucci bag myself, I can't ask you who you're also because the thing is that you are also trying to build your future as well and i think Mm -hmm. even for men they are more concerned about like having like property and you know like a solid foundation Mm -hmm. more than women are because you know they're supposed to be in quotes the providers yeah and another thing is that she has a nine-to-five and jamel has his own like business he's running she has a more stable job than he does So, if he's trying to manage his finances wisely and he can't buy you those gifts and take you out every week, that's not, I don't think he has done anything wrong because social media can disappear tomorrow and he won't have a business Mm -hmm. you won't have a source of income Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you have Mm -hmm. a 9 to 5 even if your company collapses there's gonna be some contract where they'll be paying you for some period of time so you have like the financial guarantee there I'm just kind of tired of like women trying to put these expectations on men who are also like, you're trying to build your life, but you want to build it off of someone's back. I don't <laughs> understand that. And I'll never understand that. Maybe I sound hey. like a crazy, maybe I sound like a crazy bitch. To my yeah. future boyfriend, you know? that does not mean that you buy me a Gucci bag, i will not take home. But don't break your neck for the wishy bag, you know?
3: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think oh, what, well, what we see, is is is, but the extremes of what formerly used to be the way. And I love your yeah. views on all these topics. You know, and and again, you see as you're that you are saying them, you begin to feel like you're a weird person. It's not that you're a weird person, mm-hmm. but it's just that um, I want to use the word forward thinking, and yeah. maybe you just understand that that there's a context for everything, and. Mm-hmm. and and different situations need different types of approach. And so I'll just say that, you know, human beings are always changing. Culture is dynamic. Yeah. Traditions are supposed to change, you know, mm-hmm. based on, on new discoveries and, and based on where the world is going. But the degree of change is is what is the problem. We mustn't move yeah. towards the extreme. And so it is true that a man is supposed to be a provider if we if we look at the creation stories we hear from the multiple religions that we we have we see that there was always the man in the past or formerly who was supposed to go out and, mm-hmm. and hunt and bring yeah. back to the natura who was the woman so the woman was the mm-hmm. natura she gave birth and so while she was pregnant and while she was taking care of the young she was vulnerable because all her attention was on her young and making exactly. sure that they came out and when they came mm-hmm. out they thrived and they flourished and so that was a system that used to work in the past as time has gone on you know especially after you know world war one world war two where a lot of the men had to go to war and women Mm -hmm. had to take care of the house and be both the man and the woman things began to change and Mm -hmm. and women began to work in factories And, and this whole revolution about how you know um, send your girl child to school, you know. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and women deserve equal opportunities, you know. And we started moving towards, you know, equal opportunities, equality. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying equality is wrong or right. But there's also another word, which is equity. And and again, we must strive for balance. And so Mm -hmm. this toxic masculinity comes from when a guy is moving towards the extreme. Yes, you're supposed to be the provider. Yes, you're supposed to be the protector. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't want to offend anybody. And I'm not even trying to be politically correct. Yeah. But what I know is that, you know, the man is supposed to be, supposed in quotes over here, supposed to be the man or the head of the house or the leader. So what does man mean? Man means masculine, masculine nature. So what is masculine nature? And so these are the attributes that, that these alpha males are preaching, right? But Mm they're preaching it to the extreme where it's like, have no emotions at all. No, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. But you realize that, you know, evolution and adaptation made it in such a way that while the female is more vulnerable and, and conscious of her emotions, Mm-hmm. And so can realize when things are going wrong. The the male was designed in such a way that he was less in tune with his emotions and more in tune with the mind. And that is why the masculine and the feminine could come together so beautifully. Yeah. And, and, and there were things in a woman that a man couldn't have that was supposed to complement a man, and there were things in a man that a woman didn't have that was supposed to complement a woman. Mm-hmm. And so, again. That is where it's not that the man is not supposed to have emotions, but it's just that ideally, or per what was tradition and culture before, the woman was supposed to show more emotions and the man was supposed to, and and they were supposed to complement each other in that way that what Paul was doing is is listening to what the conversation has become that show no emotions. Because a lot of people are heads, as you said. If anybody Mm -hmm. is is living in the extreme, it's because they've been heads before. And you realize that for Paul and Choma, you know, this was not their first relationship. They've been in relationships before. So Mm -hmm. you can imagine Paul has been in a relationship. and, And again, I'm assuming everything that was shown in the episodes is true. Yeah, And I've heard of experiences of guys who've shown emotions towards women. You know, I myself mm-hmm. have, have have been madly in love with <laughs> a certain person at a point in time. And I've done quote-unquote, you know, the extreme, you know, yeah. showing my emotions. You know, guys have shown their emotions. Guys have, have been vulnerable and it didn't work out. Uh-huh. And so when you hear stories about be the alpha male and girls want the alpha male, and you look online and you see, that most girls are attracted to the guys who are not showing emotion and the guys who are so-called high value, mm-hmm. then now every guy is trying to become the extreme. Knowing that there's high value, but there's also high character. Oh, and so yes. people are so so focused on high value and, and, and women are, you know, generally, per my perspective, are moving towards the high value. But people are not seeing that some of these high value men, actually have high character and some of these high value men do not have high character yeah and and not to stay on Paul but to also come to Deborah which mm-hmm. is what some females are also portraying is that you know <laughs> females you know we're supposed to to be taken care of so they take care of the home Jonathan mm-hmm. and then yeah. you take care of them and they are nurturing but as 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 the woman nurtures the home you nurture her you as the head, as the masculine figure. But now what has happened is you know times have changed and women are more capable than before. You know, you know, you know this whole patriarchal system and how yeah formerly, you know, women were not allowed to to even be in the same room as men. Yeah. And even though that has changed, I I still feel that um and I don't want to be politically correct. I may say the wrong thing Mm -hmm. now and my mind may change on the topic later, but some women are trying to have the mind I I can provide for myself and be independent. But at the same time, they also want that aspect where they are being provided for. Mm -hmm. And in the case of Deborah, what I saw, assuming that everything that happened in the episode was true, was that Deborah didn't really... I'm, I'm assuming because I don't want to paint anyone as the villain in in the episodes because I don't yeah. think anyone is truly a villain. I think. That yeah, I don't care. I already
2: think Paul <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Yeah, go ahead.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Right. That's right I get you. I get you. I think Deborah wanted more attention from Paul, and everybody has a love language. And if you don't understand don't yourself mm-hmm. and your love language, you know, mm-hmm. Deborah probably her love language is is gifts and and quality yeah. time yeah now when the quality time wasn't coming because she saw that jamel was always online mm-hmm. now that quality time is not coming right so mm-hmm. what other gifts what other love language that she have gifts right yeah and in the beginning of the relationship because you have to know that how you start is how you end and yeah. in the beginning of the relationship if you used to give me gifts and you are not giving me gifts i'm not giving me quality time I feel deprived in those areas. So Mm -hmm. I start to nag for the things which you used to give me or which I feel you used to give me, but you can't give me.
2: And
3: and I guess that's where couples have to realize that, you know, the first thing, masculine and feminine roles, yes, they've changed. And we have to, we have to realize that there's a reason why the male role is there or the masculine features are there and the feminine features are there. And Mm -hmm. two, we have to realize that when Things change from how they originally are. I mean, I think that nagging is not the right way to go. And this is where I'm addressing Deborah. So yeah. Up all Paul are villains. I just feel that it's the conversations that are having and what the media is sending out that is making
2: of these artists,
3: you know, go to the extreme.
2: Yeah. Dear audience, my co-host Wabing Pa Wabing. <laughs> This everything you said true. is on point I I completely agree it's true it's very mm-hmm. true and um, you spoke about social media so mm-hmm. let's just go into that what social okay. media outlets do you really use like are you really a clubhouse person Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat what do you really use?
3: Okay, so um, as I said, I mean, as you as you introduced me, I'm part engineer, part entertainer, and mm-hmm. I used to be on Twitter and every social media platform. But I'm trying to to grow in my career as an engineer so that I can invest the money that I make back into myself, so mm-hmm. that I don't I don't take loans, I don't depend on anybody to do my startup and and do what I have to do. Yeah, and that's why I don't even post as often as I should. Mm -hmm. so now because I don't get as much time I can't do Twitter Mm
0: -hmm. Twitter does
3: involve (laughs) I can't do TikTok you know I don't Mm -hmm. have the discipline to stop scrolling Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I'm mostly on Instagram and Mm -hmm. YouTube and for YouTube I don't post so yeah Mm -hmm. I'm only post so Instagram is my go-to and YouTube I'm always on YouTube yeah
2: um, what about Clubhouse? Mm,
3: I haven't joined Clubhouse. I wouldn't sure. have the time. Yeah. My work always wouldn't allow me. You know, it's very, very sad. Hopefully I <laughs> you know. You know, guys, whoever's listening to this, S-Lab, you know, keep me in your prayer so that I can make enough money to pull back on myself and then follow my dreams. But yeah.
2: Amen. but yeah for me personally you know me already i'm kind of i like right now i'm at a stage in my creative career where i'm thinking about how i want to present myself on social media because of the future career i'm going into is a creative career so it's important for me to establish myself properly now Mm -hmm. but right now i really use instagram i mean i've always used instagram Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Reels and everything. Mm-hmm. I got TikTok recently because of a friend. I never used it until like a couple weeks ago. And honestly, I opened TikTok like once or twice a week. I I, <laughs> I like mm. <laughs> Clubhouse. I I downloaded Clubhouse because enjoyment mommy told me about it. And I was like, oh, it sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded it. I haven't opened Clubhouse in over three months. <laughs> it's just <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> But I asked this all to say that when we look at the relationship of Jamel and Deborah, mm-hmm. we see that social media was a really big issue for them. So I'm asking you, Delaney, today mm-hmm. that if you are to have a girlfriend, mm-hmm. would you be comfortable with her going through your social media? Wow. I like this question. Going through your DMs, you know, just like all up in your social media.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the nature of... The kind of work that I do means that mm-hmm. I'm always, you know, trying to reach out to people, connect, and see how I can reach other fan bases, right? Mm-hmm. And so me personally, if somebody, you know, was with me and wanted to go through all my social media, they may see things that are quote-unquote harmless but mm-hmm. may affect their perception of me and their perception oh. of the the um, certainty that i'm with them for them but yeah i, I, I what i'm just trying to say is that <laughs> i don't support the idea of looking through people's phones but mm-hmm. as it stands now you know anybody can pick my phone and go to my phone you mm-hmm. i have nothing to hide but it's just that the idea or the 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 notion of you know needing to go through somebody's social, socials, you know, to look for stuff, you know, it's crazy. And and even for me personally, you know, if I have a girl and, you know, because of what the media is always feeding us, that yeah. if a girl is always posting pictures and stuff, you know, people are coming for her and all those things, you know, there, there's that. There's a, there was a point where, you know, I used to be like, hey, if my girl is always posting intentionally. You know, but I'm over that phase now, you know, mm-hmm. I'm older now. And so, again, to answer your question, I think that social media is a fine line. There are couples who go through each other's messages and media and things. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't believe in that. But if, you, if, that's, if that's what works for you as a couple, I mean, sure. And, <laughs> and about the posting for me personally. Please disclaimer. This is my personal view. You know, if I'm with you, you're my girl, and you know, you can post and everything, but I think that there's there's a limit to what you're showing everyone. That's my personal view. Please. In this PC PC, you know, well, look, I I think it's yeah, things that you are not even showing me, that you're showing to you know, your your close friends on Instagram, and yeah, yeah Charlie, it's it's, it's suspicious for it for me, but that's my view on it. What about you?
2: Okay, I think because now I'm thinking about Paul and Chema and, it, but I think me personally. Mm-hmm. When it comes to my social media, like you said, I have nothing to hide. Honestly, if it weren't for the fact that um, I am a creator and I am pursuing the careers that I'm trying to pursue, I probably wouldn't even be like a big social media person. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I generally don't have anything to hide. So if my partner wants to go through my social media I don't mind. My Twitter, honestly, I don't really care. But then, like you said, is it necessary mm-hmm, is the mm-hmm. question because it's not like first, it's not like you're going to find anything out of the ordinary because mm-hmm. I do business on there. Mm-hmm. I communicate with people on there. I host people on there. I'm not I'm exactly a big, me too. I'm a me big too. Uh-hush, I I people on social media. You know, so some of you know, my DMs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> recently <laughs> I was in I was in I'm Amabalance DM. You know, I'm trying to <laughs> wear connections. Like I'm trying to, you know, connect. <laughs> so you may you may come into the thing thinking that like, oh, this guy has evil intentions, But I'm trying to connect with people. Exactly. To, you know, uh uh-huh. So that's why I'm saying that I hide, but who's with me see something on my face. Yeah. Like, mm, do you know what I'm exactly. saying because I'm, like, I'm Ahunshin I'm exactly and, it...
2: and for the listeners who don't understand what Ahunshin is because I have a lot of um <laughs> U.S. based listeners Ahunshin is basically like kissing ass yes. you know when you enter some and I don't think it's it should be, I feel like there should be a different term for that because it's not like you're kissing ass but like you're like trying to con you're trying to network I see it as networking yes. but you're like low no I don't want to say you're lowering yourself but you are making yourself vulnerable yes in a way that is uncomfortable for depending on how you are for me personally it's uncomfortable for other people to see me like that
0: mm-hmm.
2: so you probably don't want other people to see it you know and you know yeah. a lot of the time for me personally it works out well yeah when I make myself vulnerable and I'm like, oh my gosh, hi, love your work, this, this and that. I'm working on this. Exactly. It, but if, I don't want you to see that. Like, it's my business. That's why it's, it's my business. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. When it, I think I agree with you when it comes to social media. Like, is it really necessary for you to go through
3: exactly my social media? Exactly.
2: Now, if you're becoming, if you're doing some, like, me, I've never been with anyone and asked them to like, Oh, can I go through your Instagram? I like people just give it to me without me asking, and I never really go through it, anyways, because it's like I don't care. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're coming back to me. Yes. So yes. whether you're talking that, to <laughs> <to the> back. <laughs> whether you're talking to Charlotte or Becky or mm-hmm. Teresa mm-hmm. or whatever, at the end of the day, you're coming back to me. Now, if it's physical. That's a whole different conversation altogether. That's a whole different conversation. To my future boyfriend, that does not mean that just get up and be talking to girls anyhow, flirting left, right on social media. (laughs) Because it's not like if I catch you, I don't do anything. I'll break your phone. (laughs) But, I mean, like, it's not that big of a deal because at the end of the day, like I said earlier, you're coming back to me. So, you know, but... I want to go on and talk about like, you know, like going out because again, honestly, I feel like also the two couples, Deborah and Jamel, they're both toxic. This Afro nation (laughs) situation. (laughs) I don't understand Jamel. How are you going to say, first of all, if we're in a relationship, I don't think anybody should be allowing anybody to do anything. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Like I'm my, I'm my own human being. You're not my father. You're not my mother. Even no if you're way. paying for the Afro Nation tickets, if I want to go, mm-hmm. I'll go. I'm not asking for permission. I'm, even my parents, <laughs> when I'm going out, I don't ask them for permission. I tell them that yeah. I'm going. So mm-hmm. how am I going to tell how are you, someone's son, going to tell me that I'm allowed to go somewhere or not? <laughs> and mm-hmm. how me, how how am I, someone's daughter, going to tell you that you're allowed to go somewhere or not?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Make it make sense.
3: Make it make sense.
2: I don't know. What do you think about that? Uh,
3: for a boy-girl type of relationship, you know, boyfriend-girlfriend, I really don't think that. Personally, you know, I always have to add a disclaimer. I personally <laughs> don't think that is is a problem. Chat PC culture. You have to be, you know, so you give the disclaimer. I personally <laughs> don't think. I personally don't think is is a it's a problem. And I think that if you're getting with someone, if you want to date someone, then you should know them enough to trust them when they are going out that nothing will happen. It's when you go into a relationship that you see all the red flags and now you don't trust the person that now they're going somewhere and now you're scared. I mean, that's my view. Yeah. So just making sure that you get to know the person enough to know that if he's going here or she's going there, she's going to come back to me and nothing out-of-bounds is going to happen.
2: Exactly, yeah.
3: So there should be no, don't go here, don't go here. And it was yeah. very, very... Why do you say don't go here Then you now go and buy some tickets in? Anything like that.
2: <laughs> I, the <laughs> thing I don't understand about that is that Deborah stated that he said he won't allow her to go. Yeah. But then she finds a ticket in his... Uh-huh. Excuse me, sir. And then that chicken? Yeah, we'll all stay here and do that. Then we're all going to do the Afro Nation in the house.
0: Exactly. Like, I don't
2: know what you're buying the ticket for. Come talk about my friend, but that Jamal—he's very, very sneaky. He, I don't like people who like try and make you sound like a crazy. We'll get yeah. into that, but <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I definitely think there should be no unless you know i feel like if i'm not asking you for a restaurant recommendation and you've been there before and you're like (laughs) oh their chicken is not good don't go you're not Mm -hmm. allowing me to go anywhere i am going because i want to go facts and i agree and at the end of the day you will come and pick me up from there if i need you to come and pick me up (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I want to move into the topic of household duties, because as Mm -hmm. we know, Chioma and Paul live together. Mm -hmm. And as of the time the episodes were released, they had been living together for six months. And this is when their relationship actually started going to shits, which I think is not true. I think the relationship started going down the drain before they moved in together. But then it took them moving in together to realize that, okay, yeah, this is not... Because living with someone who is not mm. your blood relative, that's a whole different thing altogether. Yeah and thinking about you know i want to talk in particular about house duties or you know mm-hmm. just existing with someone else mm-hmm. how what like what do you what what is your opinion on like how you know division of labor in the house should be how mm-hmm. yeah like how things should be yes. approached you, you, yeah okay <laughs>
3: Yeah. So it, it, two people are living in a house, so how are the responsibilities supposed to be shared, you know, and mm-hmm. when it comes to household duties? And personally, I feel that, you know, there are different models that couples can follow, but it depends on the couple. It's it's specific to a couple, you know, it's like mm-hmm. yeah. and so, you know, some of the models you can follow uh, per my perspective is If you are a man is working, woman is a housewife type of scenario, and you have both decided that you don't want to get any help, because especially in in Ghana, there's -hmm. a lot of superstition that could have been passed down to you from older generations. Yeah. And some couples try to avoid the temptation of having a house or house girl in the house who can tempt either partner. And so, <laughs> yeah, either it's, either it's the, the fact that they need that partner to be tempted or there's a more generations that if you have somebody else in your house cooking your food or cleaning the house, they may poison you or so on and so forth. Yeah. And so, if you're in that kind of household or if you're that kind of that you know you guys have decided that okay as a boyfriend and girlfriend who are living together now you don't do much you are going to stay in the house and i'll go to work then it is possible that you can follow the model where the one who is staying in the house will make sure that the house is tidy and this could either be the man or the woman so please for all the you know people who are going to come for me (laughs) i said the one who is staying in the house (laughs) now you can also follow model two. You know, which is if you have a bit of, you know, money and you don't fear that somebody will poison you, you can get somebody to help you in the house, even if one of the partners is staying at home. Mm -hmm. There could also be the scenario where both people, you know, are working hard to bring something home, you know. One person, by all means, have more coming in than the other. Yeah. So there could be a scenario where you bring somebody home to come and take care of the stuff while you guys are not there. Mm-hmm. Or you can plan, okay, babe, either man or woman, if you come <laughs> home earlier than me, you know, because your schedule is more flexible then mm-hmm. handle this and this, then, when I'm more free, I'll handle this and that, or you know and you can discuss, I'll pay the bills, you do the dishes, I'll take out yeah. the trash, you do that you know and m i has a song called "All my life out," you know and he mm-hmm. he 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 rapped about a scenario like that where he's talking about you do you do you wash the car, and I do the dishes, you know, so mm-hmm. he has a line in the song where he says you wash the car and I do the dishes. And I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> that seems weird that a girl should watch the car and you'll be doing the dishes. But mm-hmm. if that's what works for him, you understand? And, and yeah, So it's, it's just about the discussion thing. If you, if the two partners agree that this is the way we want to move, then go for it. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I'm just thinking about how Chioma was so frustrated mm-hmm. because as... Personally, as a woman who plans to pursue many things and is currently pursuing many things, one of the reasons why I am quite hesitant to have a boyfriend and even have an African boyfriend is the Mm -hmm. fact that, especially if he was living by himself, especially if the person you know is living outside of Ghana or whatever, is the fact that all of a sudden you don't have to cook for yourself again. (laughs) or you don't know how to make the bed. I'm not saying that I don't want to cook or I won't cook. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's different if the person doesn't know how to cook at all Mm -hmm. because they don't know how to do it. But if you know how to do it and I am physically, emotionally, mentally not available Mm -hmm. to do that, then you should do it yourself. Like, I don't know that I... Again, I'm also american by birth mm-hmm. so my you know mindset of how a marital household or living with your boyfriend should be is very very different different from the typical ghanian and then also i live with parents who did not live by the typical ghanian st- i would definitely say that in our household it was very that the culture was very dynamic as we grew older things also started to change because the thing like my mom stopped working we moved and all that so like things started to change so -hmm. you are just as you know you are just as time permits or you know Mm -hmm. expects you to adjust to make things Mm -hmm. work for both people but then I think it's very unfair if you know how to do something yeah. And you can see that the other person is burdened mm-hmm. with their career as well. Because even though you are in a relationship together, we yeah. are both, excuse me, we are both individual human beings who have our own dreams and aspirations. I personally do not believe in giving up all my dreams and aspirations for someone else to pursue their dreams and aspirations. Like, I don't mind. You know, tabling or pausing Mm -hmm. what I want to achieve, if that's what makes sense at the time. But if there's no need for me to do that, then it's very unfair to myself and for the person to put you in that position. Yeah. And again, like you said, this could be whether it's a man or woman, it's unfair to be put in that type of position.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So. And I think that this is this 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 just brings us, like, it's how, how you, I think a lot of people go into something and then they go with the mindset that, oh, he's like this now, she's like this now, and they'll change. And yeah. I, how you start is how you finish. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, when the relationship starts, you need to start looking for clues and actually asking about, can you cook? Can you not cook? And if mm-hmm. this was a situation, would you be comfortable if we had help? If not exactly yeah, so that you don't go into the relationship, you know, knowing that this is how a person is, and then now saying that, you know, why are you demanding this for me? Because again, one thing I noticed, you know, and this is why, you know, I'm I'm wondering if I, I want to say Paul, you know, has a lot of bad traits, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. one one thing you have to realize is some of the demands coming from both Chioma and Deborah, you know, we we looked at the 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 yeah, headline of what they were saying, but we didn't look at it deeper. You know, I think that most of us Excuse didn't. Excuse at, me, at it,
2: I want know? you to tell me right now <laughs> <Yeah>. what did <laughs> <this> she <show laughs> asked for?
3: Now, That's let me show so you. Let, let, not,
2: yeah, yeah let, let me
3: explain. Let me explain. Have <laughs> you mm-hmm. seen Kevin Hart's stand up comedy? You see, I have to deflect because I feel the energy coming. But you know, Kevin Hart has some stand up comedy. Let me explain. This free ad. Go, go check out. Let me explain. The stand up comedy show. Okay. So now that oh, I have Oh, yeah, refused, I've watched
2: it multiple yes. times.
3: I diffuse the energy. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so basically, look what trauma said. Trauma starts off saying Paul is always trying to please people, and he's always Mm -hmm. putting and living above his means. Mm -hmm. What she said in the end was that because he blows big amounts of money trying to get you know big clients, Mm -hmm. he ends up hard to make back the money that he blew trying to get the big clients that will invest in his business. Which is something so i consider, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so what 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 is that thing? <laughs> when she met Paul, right? Paul mm-hmm. was a high value guy who mm-hmm. who had big aspirations and big dreams. Mm-hmm. When you get into a relationship and you see a guy like that, you know, in the beginning, it's attractive to you. That mm-hmm. this guy's ambitious, he's moving. And she kept saying it. Paul is ambitious. Paul always cares about business. Paul always cares about his business. She knew, you know, when you're going into a relationship, the thing that you find attractive in the beginning, this guy's a go-getter. Oh, he's always moving. He's always going to these big events, trying to secure the bag, secure the bag. It's attractive in the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. But you
3: have to realize that when you're going for that high value, the things that make them a high value succeed in life are not necessarily the things that will make them successful in really and yeah. by yourself as a person. The thing that makes me so good at my business, business that makes me so good at content creation, that makes me so good as an employee,
0: mm-hmm.
3: that strength could be my weakness when it comes to relationships.
0: Yeah,
3: Shoma knew that Paul, the kind of person who was always going to go for stuff. Shoma wanted more time. So she was annoyed by the same t- him to where he was in that moment because she was not getting one of her i assume is her love languages quality time Mm. so she wasn't annoyed that paul was was trying to get big clients no he had been doing that from the beginning i feel that she really was just saying give me more time and what's the way what's the shortcut for getting more time stop getting trying to impress and get more clients Paul was doing what he had always been doing from the beginning. He's trying mm-hmm. to become that guy. Do you get what I'm saying? And so, this is this is this is all I'm trying to say that how you start is how you The guy you met him right, and mm-hmm. and he always had an ideal. You know, you you know, you see the signs of a guy who and who's who's so so mm-hmm. that that concept and that culture. You know, yeah, you know it, you know you convince yourself that, ah, no, he'll change. And so when it gets to the point where he's not doing that, you have to find new ways of making the person, you know, this is not a reason. Because you've already committed. It's either you walk Mm -hmm. out or you and the person talk. And I think that that's what came to therapy. And so I I voice out the things well enough. But the main point is how you start is how you finish. So that, that guy or that girl who you like so much because she's always posting hot pictures on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That thing that makes people come to her, you know, trust me, later you'll be like, ah, why are you always posting pictures on Instagram? Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. what I thought, talk- I've been doing this. Do you get know what I'm saying? And, yeah, and, okay. And that's I, yeah. that's just the point that I, I wanted to, to drive home. That Paul, Paul probably always wanted to be become- and he, he he things clear. But mm-hmm. she just assume that oh later he'll change and, and and that's what you get. And 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 this is the last point about African African men, especially because me mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a phase in my life where I thought it was so important to cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to be and the idea. Was, that you know, mommy will cook for daddy when he comes home, you know, and then to me, that was what love was, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I go to visit see my girl, and then she hasn't even, you know, offered me water or tried to cook for me, you know, <laughs> instead of me to think that oh, you know, she had a long day, ah, you don't love me, you know, and then I start mm-hmm. getting triggered. Do you get what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: and so yeah that's the we've seen a lot of a lot of us grew up with mommy daddy working and mommy being at home Yeah, know, because send your girl to school women empowerment, some of it reached here a little bit later, it's now that you know again this is my opinion, it's now that more girls or more women are being encouraged to go out and reach for the same opportunities as men yeah, dynamic is changing, and they're like, "Why the men don't understand?" But you forget that our fathers and our mothers, at least for me,
2: mm-hmm.
3: were in the house, and the men were going out, and mm-hmm. the women were cooking, and so that is our idea of what love is supposed to be. And so we have to have that conversation where we realize that no, love can be other things. You get?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get you. I understand you. Okay, I wasn't understanding at first but now I'm understanding that I think just to add to your point the main thing to understand is that Mm -hmm. I feel generally and Chioma mentioned is that a lot of people even in friendships do not like to accept what people are presenting to them Mm, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I say this to mean that You will say, oh, I didn't know the person's true colors. And yeah, maybe sometimes that's true. But there are little, little things or like people, no matter how much a person fakes, I feel like the way the person really is will come out sooner or later. It's up to you Mm -hmm. as the girlfriend or boyfriend to accept that as something you like or something you don't like, most of the time when people see a characteristic they don't like about someone, they because they want to ignore that and concentrate on the positive, they just assume that oh, she's gonna change in the future. But people <laughs> don't change if they don't want to change. I, I mean, I don't know. That's that's what I think. But I really understand you. That's very yeah. That's very true. We just decided to ignore yeah. certain things. Mm-hmm. And then in the future, we're so bothered and bugged and annoyed by it that we didn't realize that this person has always been like this. We just refuse to see that this mm-hmm. is how the person was. Yeah, but... Dear listeners Thank you very much for Listening to episode 6 Of A Penny and a Peswa This brings us to the end Of part 1 Of the Blue Therapy Breakdown Um, Delaney, is there anything you want to say To the viewers before we check out?
3: Yeah, follow me on Instagram And I'll be on YouTube By the end of the year
2: Amen Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to A Penny and A Peswa. Guest information can be found in the description of today's episode. You can stream other episodes of A Penny and A Peswa on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review of five stars. See you on the flip side.
1: I love the way you down. Oh, the way in the morning, down. Baby, Ooh, slow down, baby. Slow down. Just I, stay right there so, so I feel like yeah I, yeah, I, I, I dum, 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 dum,
0: dum,